you can contact the show by dialing 347-989-0180. Please press the number one to speak. Remember, you can contact the show by dialing 347-989-0180. Please press the number one if you want to speak. You can reach us on the Internet at www.blogtalkradio.com. Listen to Queen Mother, backslash Queen Mother for Real, listen to the show live. You can also contact us on Facebook, Provocative Thought PT Community Organization. Tonight's topic, Black Girls Matter. The second most reported complaint about the misconduct of police is sexual misconduct. Police assault and murder black women at a disproportionate rate. Not that they should be murdering and assaulting black women at all. But why is this happening? Why isn't it all over the news? Is is it about, is it the sexual nature of some assaults? Are we not making a big enough deal about these assaults? How can the community protect itself and defend themselves against those who are sworn to protect them. It seems the black woman has a bullseye on her back, too. Callers, hold on. I see we have callers already. I'm going to call at 3263. Welcome to Provocative Thought. Hello? Hello, yes, sir. Hey, Scott? Yes, sir. Hello? Welcome to the show. Yeah, this is our brother Mark. Uh, Brother Mark, you know, I was just, yeah, I was listening to uh, you know uh, when you was you know talking about you know the um, situation where the assaults are on uh, just women, period, you know, and it's right. it's like really astonishing to know that this kind of stuff is happening here in this date and time, you know, and it shouldn't have been happening at all in America and in no country, right. but it's alarming to know the fact that how women are being harassed and being, you know, um, it's supposed to be, you know, the law enforcement is supposed to protect them, and they're harassing them and, and harming right. them, you know. And, right. and, 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 and like you said, you know, it's, you know, that should be all over the media, you know, but it's, right. it's you know, it seems like it's a hush-up thing. <clears throat> now, I know, right. you know from experiences of talking to some, some women, and, and sometimes some of these cops, prey on women that are on drugs. And I'm telling you, for situations where I have talked to women that I know have told me that some law enforcement have, you know, proffered them, like they would catch them, you know, maybe doing something, they're smoking some weed or smoking some crack, and they would uh, arrest them and tell them that if you uh, go down on me, I would drop this drop this charge on you. You know, oh, and, and it's crazy okay. because, and these cases are not, cases I'm talking about just, you know, in the air. These are real cases. I've talked to women right. that have told me the cops have, have, you know, stopped them from smoking crack, which what they should have did was took them to a, a rehab and got them some help. No, they're helping right. themselves. And they're, and they're, right. propos- they're propositioning these women telling them that they got, they got like one choice, either go to, no, two choices, either go to jail or go down on me. And it's sad that a right. lot of these women don't want to go to jail because half of them are sick anyway, and the fact is that they are scared to get arrested because they're on drugs and they don't want to, 
you know, miss out on the fact that they can't get their drug. So they'll go down on the cops just for the fact that, you know, a fear of not being not being sick and going to jail right. without their drug. And, and this mm. is happening right here in Philadelphia, you know. And I've talked to, I myself have talked to women that have, you know, been in situations like that and have, you know, and, and have to do that, you know. Uh, right. And, and, and I have seen some pictures where, where cops had posed with women you know, sitting on a lap. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Well, you know, you know. Crazy. Hold on, Mark, hold on for a minute. We have, we have a, another caller. Uh, caller okay. 4415, hold on for a minute. We'll be, I'll be right with you. Oh, you can you can continue, Mark. Hold on. Okay. Just want them to know, let them know we, we know they're there. Okay. Right. You can continue. Yeah, and it's, you know, Mark. it's alarming to know that uh, this kind of stuff is happening here in America, you know, and like I said, it's not just in America, but in the world today, you know, you know, like, like over in Paris, you know, I heard it was a, it was a, you know, they're protesting right now in Paris where a gentleman, an African-American man was arrested and was raped. You know, see, some people don't listen to the news, but I listen to the world news. I mean, this African-American was arrested and was raped by these cops over in, uh, in England. You know, and, and, and this, I'm wondering if this is some kind of uh, conspiracy on, uh, on on certain races, or just, they just feel like they're above the law. You know, it's happening you all know, around the world. Hold that thought, Mark. You know, Let's see what 44, 15 has to say, um, add to the subject. Okay. Hold that thought, Mark. Hello, 4415. Welcome to Provocative Thought. Okay, it seems like they hung up. Okay, they pressed one and they hung up. Yeah. Okay. Mark, you still there? Okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. still here. And so you know, you know, so, and you know go ahead. You know, and it's sad because, you know, these these kind of cases are hushed up or they don't really get the uh exposure like they should. You know, and why do you uh, think that? Why do you think that's happening? Is it a sexual nature or what's going on here? Lawsuits? What is it? You know, Why is it I, I believe, getting attention? I, I believe that that you know is is more just a fear of of being prosecuted. You know, because some of these women are told if you come against them, they're going to um, you know prosecute them for such and such or whatever, and they're scared to come forward. You know, what I mean, anytime you know they tell me about it, and I'm not you know I'm not a judge anyone, but but the, but the fear is the fact that they're scared to. To, to go to another law enforcement because they think that, the, you know, when the cops stop them they and, and they have this situation where we're going to take your drugs, you either go down on me and I can hold this, and if you come after me, you're going to go to jail because I already got you. So a lot of these women are already on drugs and their minds are not really functioning right, so they're going to believe it. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's, it's more or less they, they, they damn if they do, they damn if they don't. And, you know, I don't know if, if anyone, people out there listening to it that ever have been harassed like that, I would, you know, you don't have to be fearful. Come forward. It could be man or woman. You know what I'm saying? These these, these right. law enforcement don't have no discrimination who they rape or who they, you know, who they harass. I just said they they raped a man in England, and I don't know if they did it here or not, but if anyone has ever came in any situation like that, don't be fearful. Talk about it. Come forward. Don't be ashamed because it's not your fault. These people are supposed to protect you. 
and looked after you, but no, they're they're helping themselves. They're protecting they their own self, and it's like cops are protecting cops. You know, even I've seen a situation where 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 you know I don't know if, if anybody remember this, where where the guy had shot the cop had shot the uh, guy was getting out of his car, and his and his wife was saying he don't have a gun, he don't have a gun, don't shoot him, he don't have a gun. This happened about maybe six months ago. And you literally seen where they showed, where the cop, they showed in this slow motion. You can go right on, on and Google it, right on, um, you know, the Internet. They show you where the cop had took the gun out of his waist and threw it on the ground. And, and slow motion, you seen it. And when they first showed it, it was no gun on the ground. And then soon when the lady was, his wife was screaming, uh, don't shoot him. He don't have a weapon. Then the other cop pulls up and throws the weapon on the ground kicks it over by the guy's body, then they say they come up with a weapon. You know what I mean? Mm. They murdered this man. You know what I'm saying? So man. when you look at the nature of how cops actually protect one another, it, it's, it's, it's like it just go hand in hand. If they do it with, with, with an assault on just a regular citizen, they would do it an assault on a woman being raped. It ha- it, you know, it's no different. You know, they've been coming no, each Mark- other's back too. These women are saying these women are saying that that when black women are disproportionately, you know, subjected to these all types of attacks. Oh yeah, they want to know why. They want to know why it's not a a national. I'm not to the audience. It's not a a national outpouring of concern for the safety of black women. Campaigns like Black Girls Matter, Stay Her Name, and Black Women's Lives Matter have attempted to highlight the discrimination of black women's face. From police and recent efforts to combat the um, school-to-prison pipeline that um, marginalized communities have um, highlighted the way that black girls are being affected from a very young age. So they're saying that you know, you know, the community, uh, these um, um, ethnic community, black community, and I'm sure it's not only black community. They're just saying black people, black women, have been uh, disproportionately subjected to this. I'm, I'm Assuming that this is happening to many groups of people, you know. You're sure you're right. It's, it's more or less a conspiracy on minorities. When you say, when I say minority, women of color, it could be whether you 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 could be any woman that that that's not of uh, what you call Caucasian consent. It's actually more assault on women that are minorities, and and, and because. You know, when you look at these cases, you know, for an example, where the woman was riding down somewhere, I think it was down, down, down Atlanta, down south, and she was pulled over because she was a Black Lives activist, and and, right. and she was always on Twitter, tweeting, you know, about cop brutality again. They pulled her over. In other words, they actually, you know, uh, uh, focusing on this particular woman. She had just got a job. I don't know if you probably heard about the case. She moved down somewhere in the south, somewhere. And, and and where the Confederacy is at, and they poured her over. This woman ended up in jail cell, and two or three days later, they say she hung herself in the cell. Come on. With the trash bag, it's, right? It's ludicrous. Huh? Right. Yeah, with the trash yeah, they, bag. They, 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 That's what they said. Right, yeah. right. There you go. They said she hung herself with a trash bag. Come on. It's, it's ludicrous. How do you hang yourself with a trash bag? And this woman had just got off the phone telling her mother, please come and get her out. Pay her bail. She wants to come home. What would enforce her to hang herself with a trash bag when she knew her mother was coming to get her? And then, you know why? They covered it up. They probably went there and sexually assaulted her, covered that up, you know what I'm saying? And um, 
That's another one bite the dust. I truly believe, you know what I mean, as a black man myself, that minorities, people of color are targets. And, and say here it is. Poverty 2000, have anything to do with that? Well, it's huh? not so much poverty. I believe it has to do with identity, you know, uh, uh, just being a black person, being a minority. A man just got shot the other day because uh, a Caucasian told him to get out of my country. Shot the man, right. killed him. You know, get out of my country. If you, if you go back and think, that was one of Donald Trump's platforms that he ran on. We want my, we want to make our country great again. If you look at his tone of words, we're going to make our country great again. It should be not our country, Americans, all Americans, country great again. So I really believe that in this day of time, there's so much racism are starting to come out now that was a hidden agenda. Now there's that forefront. Donald Trump is the president, and I'm not just focusing on Donald Trump, but, but if his platform is a very racist platform, so now they're coming out more you know what I'm saying, more aggressively, they just dropped some leaflets around saying support the KKK, support the Ku Klux Klan, you know what I mean, white, white, white women are to deal with white men, not black men. So they're coming out of, out of the, out of the uh, hoods now. They're coming out and they predict about who they are, you know what I mean, and they, they get what they call a, a, um, a survey on it, and, and, and they traced it back. To some town uh, somewhere not far from there, and it's the Ku Klux Klan. You know what I'm saying? They're coming out, you know, no, uh, you know, just for for blast. So truly, I don't think it's poverty. I think it has a lot to do with with uh, identity. You know, zeroing in on you know uh, a people of color, and you know because it was just it was just minor, it was just dealing with poverty, then it would be more as equal the same as white women being raped and harassed as black women. But the majority of it, you have more men of color in, in, incarcerated, more more women of color that are incarcerated that are more uh, victimized than any race in this country. So what that tell you right there? We're still dealing with races. That's something that oh, no, we don't it's want to talk racist. about. Right. It's definitely yeah. based on an uh, ethnic um, category also. But I was asking you, did you think poverty have anything to do with it also? It may have a little to do with it. And when when you look at poverty in terms of far as equal share, I don't think that, that we're still getting our due process. Like, I don't care if you went to college and you're black and then you go apply for this job and another person that, that you know, this Caucasian go apply for it, they still want to give it to the, uh, the person that's of, of, that, of their race. So, so uh, it's not, it's, you know, poverty has some to do with it, but we're not really getting – uh, uh, like he just said, he want to he want to shut down sanctuary uh, uh, cities that give sanctuary to to refugees refugees. But they forget this country was built on refugees. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, uh, as poverty and slaves. Yeah, definitely. Or as poverty, right? Uh, uh, yes, po- the poverty problem hasn't been fixed because you still had a majority of blacks are unemployed. Still had a majority of low income. It's, it's saddened when you take a man like like Dr. Carson, a genius, almost like a scientist. They put him in charge of urban, not not housing affair, but urban affair. When you say when you say uh, urban affair, then he's just dealing with just the black housing. But what about uh, a middle class uh, 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 housing, 
upper class housing. You got blacks that want upper class want to live out in you know uh, in, in the suburbs. They want to live the good life. So so they put this man in charge of an urban urban mean low class low income people. It's an urban affair. What about you know like like the whole uh, a picture of of blacks being able to because you got some people won't even rent to blacks. You know what I'm saying? Living in a certain area because they figure, oh, it's going to bring down a property. You can't put no black. Today, you still have that today. And and, and it's sad this man has been, been put in, and this, it's just like taking a janitor, a, a scientist, and making them out of janitor. This man this man is, uh, um, he went, he, he graduated from Harvard, and they give him a, a, a urban affair housing. So a scenario your way, um, uh, in New York alone, some 16,000 women were stopped in 2011. Many were searched by male officers because the policy did not require officers to wait for a woman to arrive to conduct the search. The Center for Constitutional Rights filed a class action lawsuit, Floyd ETL against city, the city of New York, right? In August 2013, mm-hmm. a federal judge found the New York City Police Department liable for a pattern of racial profiling and unconstitutional stop. It's, uh, 13% of thirteen percent of the country's women are black, compared to thirty percent of the incarcerated women. Mm-hmm. In, in two thousand thirteen, while black men accounted for fifty five point seven percent of the police stops for men, and black women mm-hmm. accounted for 53.4% of all women stopped, right? So, this, so despite the decline in women's right on cars. Hmm? What? So what did that tell you right there? It's definitely, it's definitely an urban affair because when you say urban, it's dealing with racial profiling. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's dealing with, you know what I mean? They're locking more people up, stopping more people of color up than, than you know, you know, look at the, um, like what you just read, like the, you know, the percentage of 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 uh, African Americans are putting are incarcerated. Come on. So and and that and that goes right inside the, the exact nature of why they're stopping all these black men and black women, and the things are happening to them because we're still dealing with injustices. Well, some people might say that they're being stopped because they live in an environment environment that's infested with crime. Therefore, they're subject to these police stops. They're more likely to be and are subject to uh, subjected to these police stops. Therefore, well, if you look at Andre, if you look at Andre was Andre Martin, the guy, the guy that got shot, the young boy that got shot. Yeah, yeah. If you look at him, yeah, his case. Put it kind of just like sum up to what you were saying. This guy went to visit somebody, you know, and because they lived in an upper scale neighborhood, and and they decided to stop him because they thought maybe because he had a hoodie on that he might have been a burglar, and and stopped him, and what he ended up losing his life because stereo, a stereotype uh, 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 situation where they viewed him as well. What he's doing in this neighborhood. Because that was so white guys don't wear hoodies. Huh? White guys don't white guys don't wear hoodies. Well, basically that's what they basically that's why he was stopped because he was a black well, kid, I, I, black young kid. Oh, okay. And and he and and and, and they figure 
a George Zimmerman figure that he shouldn't be in this neighborhood. So he 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 he, he uh, questioned him and wanted to search him. And 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 from what I understood, you know, what I mean, uh, a fight broke out. You know what I'm saying? When this kid shouldn't have been stopped at all. You know what I mean? That's you know that's also dealing with constitutional rights. How are you gonna stop a man because you feel he might not fit the profile of this type of neighborhood? Certain people shouldn't walk through this neighborhood only only because uh, he feel like he may be a criminal. Well, I believe that. What about Yeah, we got we got we got the inner city youth, and you know. How can they tell the difference between a criminal and a, and a person who's not a criminal? Well, it, it's like oh this. They're doing it because of the color of your skin. You know, right. I'm just, nobody's I'm, I'm walking just being devil's advocate. It's, it's, How can they nobody walking around? Nobody walking around with jail written on their forehead. I believe it's only certain people that are targeted, and those people are Hispanic, blacks, and even now, Indians, I, I would even go far as to say just people of color. You know what I mean? Right. They just stopped, um, you know, they just had a thing where they stopped um, uh, Muhammad Ali's son. He came back from Jamaica, and, they, and these cops harassed him and asked him, you know, for his, for his green card. And he said he don't have a green card. He's an American. And they, and they began to question him. You know, this was just on, uh, on this, all over the news. And he has an action, you know, he has an action lawsuit against them. And they had even go far as like, even when he told me, he said, my name is Muhammad Ali Jr. And they thought he was lying. They said, what are you doing? Where you get a name like that from, Muhammad Ali Jr.? You know what I mean? Let me see your ID. Search this man. I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they're arresting him. I think they're arresting him because uh, under, under the pre-notes that they, they thought like he, he was lying about who he was. And they thought maybe, you know, I don't believe. You know, what is intimidation? Even if they didn't believe that he was Muhammad Ali's son, what gives them the right to arrest this man and even question his uh, his uh, morals of who he are? Because that's his constitutional right. He's an American. Whether he's Muhammad Ali's son or his stepson, what gives them that right? Okay. Well, let me give you a little information. I'm going to share a little crazy, more information man. with you from the National Police Misconduct Statistical Report. Mr. David Tatman says, sexual misconduct is the second most common form of misconduct reported through the first three quarters of 2010, with 517 officers involved in sexual misconduct complaints during that period, 297 of which were involved in complaints that involved non-consensual sexual activities such as sexual assault or sexual battery. That mm. is uh, an atrocity. Oh, my God. Oh, you know my saying? God. All that's, sexual that's misconduct not... complaints, of all of them, 197 officers were associated with complaints that involved children. You listening to this? 86 mm-hmm. were associated with sexual harassment complaints and 234 officers were involved in more serious sexual misconduct complaints. For all sexual misconduct complaints, there were 419 victims of misconduct that could be classified as sexual assault, rape, sexual battery, or molestation. Of these 419 victims of more serious types of sexual misconduct, 
219 were minors. This would appear to indicate that officers involved with sexual misconduct would appear to be more likely to have multiple victims when minors are involved than adults. That's a yeah, problem. That's true. Yes, it yeah. is. Rape in the United and, States and, is... Huh? And, and, and that's the thing that Donald Trump haven't even discussed. You know, I was listening to how he was discussing the murder rate and, and, and the inner cities about blacks murdering blacks. But what about the, uh, uh, the cops murdering blacks and all, and like what we're discussing now? What about all these murdering women? Cases that, yeah. Raping and murdering you know I mean? black women. Rape is, yeah. uh, is well, 60 to 80% of rapes go unreported in the United States. That's the United right. States Department of Justice. Right? Mm hmm. And when and they don't report these they incidents, they are systemically un- undercounted by at least one million cases by police department. That's from the United States Department of Justice. Um, well, you know, I, I think in this this upcoming summer, it's going to be a lot of different marches on on different things in terms of uh, the black community, and that's going to be one of the topics because if my I myself has to do it, it's going to be addressed because it's you know this has been an ongoing thing. Haven't been talked about it. The news media knows about it, but it's not getting the attention because this this been going on since the 1800s. Yeah, but so why, I mean, why is it getting attention? Because I feel like they don't they don't want to stop it. It's it's part of it's part of what you call a new slavery. You know, it's part of the new slavery because that's because they took the shackles off of our ancestors. They still. It's still shackles on their minds, shackles on their hearts. They feel like it's nothing they can do because of the laws. You know what I'm saying? But these laws you, are Why did you say that? Why did you say that? Because the United States Department of Justice is saying officers tend to profile victims whose credibility, right, crackheads, right, will likely be mm-hmm. doubted. And victims of police yeah. crimes are understandably reluctant to report the crime to their perpetrators, the police. Right? Mm. Right? For black women in the United States specifically, fully accounting for the ways in which their experiences of sexual assault or rape more specifically constitute an act of torture requires understanding the historical context and institutional legacy of slavery and the contemporary burden placed on victims of police sexual mm-hmm. assaults. And that's what I so said. It's, it on the it's nose. part of the institution of slavery. That's still some of the same methods, methods that they use in slavery. You know what I'm saying? Right. But this and, one is and part of the United is, States Department of Justice. Mm. <laughs> you hear me? That's from the United States Department of Justice. So. And that, that's from the right, United so. States Department of Justice. They, those, those are they. They find these in facts and they standards right now that uphold the law. Well, it I don't know if they can uphold. It. I don't know if they have I mean, that much influence on the actual police officers. But it covers. You know, it covers. It covers like some of these cops' behaviors, and because the first thing they come out with, the cop was doing his job. I've seen a situation, you know, I and I really understand. That that way, a lot of these cops get away with it because all they need to say is that they feel threatened or they felt like their life was in 
and, and danger. Where, and where they raped somebody? Only... And your penis yeah, is they... inside of them? I don't think so. Are you can't feel threatened and rape somebody. Yeah, well, they've been No, no, that's not a defense for rape. Yeah, look at the guy that they shot on the ground when when he he, he was they was he was handcuffed. He was handcuffed. One was sitting on his on his arm, and the other one had handcuffed him, and they still shot him right in the back and killed him. Granted, granted that, but for sexual assault, you you have no defense for sexual assault. Yeah. The only thing you can say is it was consensual, which means you just you mm-hmm. were um. Acting out of pocket on the job, so you might get, you know, fired or something, you know, something like that. But you won't do any mm-hmm. jail time. But yeah, you know, they said the case doesn't meet the media attention in many jurisdictions because police have no duty to report their own misconduct to an outside agency. So well, there's a oh, problem, okay. right? I see. Oh, they don't have to. They don't have to investigation. Internal investigations rarely find officers culpable, no matter what crimes they may have committed. So there's, see, that's crazy there's right a problem. There. Yes. It, it, it's a problem there. right there, they're saying that the cop, they will not find them liable or guilty because they're being protected. You know, if they being protected, it should be something... Uh, and it should be what you call a private investigator should be able to investigate that. Well, like, didn't you say the police protect each other? Right. You said that, right? Mm-hmm. All right, well, there you yeah. go. They, 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 there it is. And that's from uh, the Islamic Monthly, Mickey Kendall. Mm-hmm. That's some uh, that's why, research that's she why, did. That's why it got to be more, you know, like like they, like, like they call it Black, Black Lives Matter. It, it got to be town hall meetings on that, people speaking out against it. And t- if we have to take it to the Supreme Court to take it to the highest court, it has to be done because if you don't, they're going to keep doing it. Right. And back to the homicide the- that you talked about, according to the NAACP's Legal Defense Fund, women accounted for 20% of unarmed people of color killed by police between 1999 and 2014. That's mm. women. Twenty percent of the unarmed people. They got a, a situation color. on YouTube right now where this lady was in the mall, and 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 I'm telling you, it's on YouTube now. These cops, these security guards, whoever they was, will be police. They they said she was stealing, and they actually threw her to the ground and and poured basically poured her dress up, and you could see her bare naked butt. And the other one, the lady was fighting them, and the other one ran over there and jumped on her. And, I mean, it, it was showing the ladies' pri- whole private parts and everything. And they were standing by laughing. And they were actually feeling on her while they was trying to handcuff her. That, I mean, that's, you know, that's a disgrace. They should have called in a woman officer. They just should have told her to stand, stand still. So the woman officer, they were fighting with the woman. Poor and really ripped her, her dress off for her. You know what I mean? Saying that they, they thought she had on some uh, clothes belong to the store. And even if they did thought that, they wasn't supposed to do that. A woman cop was supposed to do that. So they violated her right there. This is right on Facebook. Right. There's the fight. She said that there are videos of police officers beating women like a lady named Marlene Pennock, dragging women like mm-hmm. Denise Stewart naked from her home, uh, typing cops speaks women into uh, Google yields dozens of news stories and images. So it's, oh it's being recorded. 
you know, because people got the cell phones and stuff like that. Well, not all of the victims are black. They are often of color, and in many cases, disabled, mentally ill, or otherwise mm-hmm. not actually a threat to an officer armed with a gun and the power of the state. So what is going on here? There is an idea that police brutality only affects those who have a reason to attract the attention of the police, but respectfully cannot save black women or men from police misconduct. So that's the, yeah. that's what I was having that conversation. So they're saying that these cops have a reason. You know, probable cause for police officers is, uh, has a, uh, can stop you for probable cause, but seems mm-hmm. like it's a probable cause and you know, I thought, you know, I had a probable cause because X, Y, Z, you can just make a story up, and that's good mm. enough, you know. You know, if that's the case, yeah, that, then that's... we have a, have a very serious problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that... So there's a whole yeah, that's... There's a whole lot of stories about women being um, harmed. I want to um, ask all callers, if you want to speak, please press the number one. Mm. Um, we got uh, Catherine uh, Johnson was a 92-year-old woman sleeping in her bed when Atlanta police burst into her home with a no-knock warrant. After she was uh, dead, police officers planted drugs and attempted to frame her for crimes she had never committed. 92. She was 92 years old? Yes. Damn, the police assaulted her? Yeah, they burst in her home while she was asleep. Mm. With a no-knock warrant. I guess that and I don't have the description of the whole incident, but apparently she died right. and police officers planted drugs on her. Uh, yeah, mm, Tanisha see, Anderson, family like called the police seeking help. Instead, the officer used such force in restraining her that her death was ruled a homicide. Tanisha right. Anderson was out of control. Huh? Mm. Did they pepper spray and, her? They sprayed her? They pepper oh, sprayed I don't know exactly what it was, but the force was ruled a homicide, though. They had to, had, he had to do something terrible. Oh, we have another call at 3544. Um, welcome to Provocative Thought. I'm going to get uh, this, uh, another caller on here. Uh, okay. Who's on 3544? Yeah. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Provocative Thought. Hello. Hi, Brother Carl. Hello. How are you? All right. How are you doing? I'm doing like fine. Pat. This is, yes, yes, indeed. This is Patricia. Up, how Pat? you doing, brother? All right. Hey, this is a very good conversation. I'm glad I was able to um, join you guys. Listen, I know that's it right. doesn't, yeah, um, the, the, um, the statistics um, are right on target. And um, I just want to add that it also extends to the military as well. Um, there, the, the, um, the rate of, um, let's say rate, rates that occur within the military that go unreported or unresolved. Mm. That's correct. I did a show on that. And actually it was a a, a situation in the military where a woman was beaten and dragged and drugged somewhere and they still, and nobody, nobody was convicted of that. Beaten, drug, and rape. Her teeth knocked out of her mouth and everything. That's right. Young girl. And, and, and it's a sweaty situation. And, and, be, and yes, and, and, and one problem is because what the, the, whip, the problem that the women have is that many times it's their commanding officer. And they, so who do they report it to? 
So when it's the person that's that's in command, they have no one to report it to. And so it's Mm -hmm. just like, hey, you you can't report the rape. And this is for the military. Now, as it relates to um, the police officers, um, there we go with the African-America agenda and, again, Mm -hmm. our civil rights. So when we look at, if we're just looking at the Democratic um, um, agenda, and I was just speaking to someone about, I'll try to make this quick, um, speaking to someone about this recently, like what their priorities are going to be, and somehow um, they didn't have the African America agenda um, on there as a priority. On the Uh platform So I called Washington And I said well why isn't the African American agenda And and our civil rights Continuing to be A priority (laughs) Because they had the LBG uh, The the, the LBQ You know what I'm saying The the lesbian and gay Their civil rights As a priority I said wait a minute the African American um, agenda and the civil rights issues that that face the um, African American people continues to be an issue. And as you raise the issues that you're raising this evening, is a noted fact that it plagues our community with rape, with with um, brutality. And this is with unarmed people and people that have less power than those that are in power. Right. And that's basically what I wanted to say. I I just sort of chimed in on on what you guys were talking about. But, you know, it's not just with, with the police, but it's in the military. So it goes high up. I mean, and if the DOJ was taking all these stats, why aren't they doing something about it? Right. <laughs> That's the big question. Right? Because they got they so many be, race be, kits that they haven't even processed yet. That's right. And they ain't going to process. No. They're, They're not, not going to process or prosecute. It. They're not going to prosecute. I mean, it's very hard to get a conviction, even in the military. Well, I think it might be harder in the military than it is out here. I don't, I don't know. It's hard. Well, it is. It is harder in the military. The women in the military said it's harder because, you know, those generals and those commanders, and, you know, it's a military court. They don't have the same um, proceedings that we have out here. So it's a different process. And um, that wasn't resolved during the Obama years. I mean, it was brought up, but it wasn't resolved. So now that you I have Trump in there, you ain't getting nothing done. But we have a this society. We live in a society at race. It's not just these guys are just on going to the military and become rapists. Exactly. You just don't join the police force and become a rapist. So we have a society at race. Yeah, so it's prevalent in a society. And it goes back for it goes back many 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 years of of well you know dealing with slavery our 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 foremothers were raped 
and right. and and there has no one has been brought to bear to pay for that as to date right. for that, right. and it's a known fact that they were raped, right? And 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 no one has paid for that yet as of yet. So, um, you know, uh, it 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 rape is is a known fact, and the women, those wives of those of those white men knew that their men were raping the slaves, the women, the slave right. women. Raping and they the considered them, them to be property, and they could do what they want with them. And the, the women right. knew that they were raping those women, even though right. they were married and had families. They were being raped, and they, they the women, the wives knew it, and they let it happen. And, and and you know, so it's been going on for hundreds of years. Right. And, right. and it's a shame because when a, a single woman is driving in her car at night and a police officer drive, pulls her over, you know, you don't know what to do because, and it's not just men, you got to watch out for the women as well. That's right. Because they're not just raping I mean, them, they're murdering them also. Oh, oh not just sure. Rape. It's murder also. Oh, yes. murder, to cover you up know. the crime. To cover up the crime because if you if you if you act like you're 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 too intelligent and you might just, you know, report it or whatever, um, you know, um I saw some things, let me just say this. I saw some things when I was hospitalized in the hospital when I was on the coma unit. That and I'm not going to speak say which hospital, but I saw mm-hmm. some sexual assaults go on there, mm-hmm. on the night shift. Mm-hmm. And 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 let me tell you, that's why I have um, taken every step to um, prevent being hospitalized again. And um, that's scary. Even even though I saw the sexual assault, I contacted my husband, but I couldn't tell him what was going on because I was afraid they were going to put something in my IV because mm. the nurse came over and said, "Miss Evans, you're not asleep? I said, no, I'm not asleep because they only gave me something mild because of what was my condition that was going going on with me. And I, I, you know, I knew what I saw, what they were doing, but I darn sure wasn't going to tell, ask her. Well, what, what were you? Why are you guys doing what you're doing to that person? Because I knew I, I, I mean, I watch enough movies to know, hey, they might put something in my IV because that's going to ruin their whole career, or whatever this, you know. And I may not wake up in the morning, but on the night shift. Depending on which unit you're on, and and they just came out that on the um what's that on the um in the nursing homes sexual assaults. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know if you've that. heard about that, but there Not has surprised. been um been uh oh gosh a report just came out that there has been uh so many um oh my gosh an an increase of. They've just it was just developed uh, that um, there has been a, a such an an increase in sexual assaults in the nursing homes 
with the elderly, and supposedly the staff didn't know what to look for in sexual assaults. Well, I'm not buying it anyway. Because everyone that works there are supposed to know what to look for in sexual assault. But anyway, so even with the elderly and the people in the nursing homes have have been and are being sexually assaulted, as were the people on the coma unit. Okay. Well, a society society that rapes, rapes wherever, right? Exactly. There's no boundaries to that. Right. Yeah, most the most vulnerable, vulnerable population those, is going to get raped, murdered, or assaulted, or disenfranchised, all, all, you know, all the way around. So that's what happens. But we, but what can we do right. to change it? How well, do we, we can uh, police. Make, thinking that we, I've, been, I've been thinking for a while that we should be policing ourselves. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, when you 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 start looking for outside people to police uh, us then that's where the problem lies. I think right. that we should be policing ourselves. I really do. But then you have so many people that that aren't willing to police themselves because they are they themselves are the perpetrators. Right. And they have to be taken out <laughs> or whatever the case might be. Mm. So you we follow the me? Minding the chicken coop. We have the case yes. of the fox minding the chicken coop. Yes, yes. But there will come a time when we will have to police ourselves. Okay. Let I me mean, ask you a question. Right? So are you apprehensive when you when being stopped by police officers? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When I'm by myself, I am. And I'm apprehensive right. when I go into the hospital because based on my experience, oh, yes. I don't want any mind-altering drugs because I really don't want to be put out right. because of what I saw. Mm. So, I mean, you know, um, I want my people there. I, I want my husband there when I'm in the hospital because, but, but you know, there's a limit as to where, what parts of the hospital that he can be in, you know, um, where he can follow you at, where a person can follow you at. But based on what I saw, even in the hospital, and even with driving when you're alone, I'm apprehensive about that based on experience. And then with having four sons and a husband that are African-American, I'm apprehensive every time they walk out the door, and, and some live in different parts of the country. But, you know, I I just pray about it. But in all honesty, you know, um, it's, a, it's a very serious situation for people of color. So when Trump says he's a, 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 a president for law and order, that says to me that it's open, um, fair game for, for um you know, just to, just to, for people of color, for cops to get away with murder, as they were doing already, but now you literally can get away with murder. Even with the videotape, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, videotape, yeah, well. Yeah, even with the we cell saw... phone technology, it's very difficult. 
Mm-hmm. Even with the videotape and cell phone technology, as we saw with Eric Gardner, it it didn't make a difference. Right. And the thing that that boggles my mind, and I know families, they want to take settlements and all of that, but um, we also want to see prosecutions. And sometimes the settlements come, you know, so fast that then there's there's not the appetite for the prosecution. Right. So, therefore... The only thing the officers say in the future when they shoot unarmed um, citizens is, oh, I'm just going to have to do a 30-day um, administrative uh, leave. With pay. Meaning sitting pay. at the desk. Right. Because the city's going to, whatever city's going to settle right. on, on the taxpayer's dime when they shoot right. and kill someone. Right. Because the city settles when there's the tape recording, of course. Right. The city settles, and there's no prosecution, and it's it's over with. Right. So even though there's protests, even though there's marches, once the family settles, it goes away. And I think the family has a right to settle. But I think the prosecution should go on the same way that the 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 um sometimes the um the DA pursues a domestic violence um incident even if the witness or the, the, the victim doesn't want to pursue the case. She, or the, felony. The DA I'm sorry. Felons also. Or felony. Yeah. They pursue felony they go also. Ahead Oh yeah, yeah. They go ahead and they pursue it, even if the witness, even if the the victim doesn't want to uh, pursue it. They they go ahead and pursue it anyway. But no, not not in the case where unarmed victims are are are, are murdered. They they drop the case, or it just fades away. Or as you know, the grand jury, um, the the you know the prosecutor takes it to the grand jury and. And no one else is able to um, submit any evidence, um, and the prosecutor gives the grand jury any evidence that they want to give it. So, um, and and that that's a wrap, <laughs> and that's it. So we have to we we truly have to have to police ourselves, and we have to come up with a system devised. Because uh, that that circumvents that this criminal justice system that is not set up um, for people of color. As a matter of fact, it's set up in a way that puts money in everybody's pocket. Because you know it's the prison industrial complex, so it works in a way where everybody is getting paid off of the backs of people of color. Right. And and it's a sad when you look at the system. I mean, from from the person, at the staffer to the lawyer to the judge to the cop to the everybody is getting paid. And the person that's Food trying service. to get some re, some relief to, to to get a fair and and just trial 
um, which would be the the defendant, perhaps um, the, the they may have to to more have their family take out two mortgages on their house so that the lawyer can buy a new boat or put their kid through college or whatever the case might be. When it's supposed that's the show to right there. To, that's the show yeah. right there. Extortion. That's the show right there. <laughs> yeah. When you're supposed to be able to use a public defender, and you know you can't use a public defender. Right. And that's an injustice right there. But, you know, but getting back to rape, as a woman, I I don't feel comfortable with police, with female officers. Right. I mean, that can be inappropriate also. That's right. Pardon me? They can be inappropriate also, right? Oh, oh, without a doubt, they can be inappropriate. And I mean sexually inappropriate. And so do I. Oh, yes. Oh, I, I would not say, oh, just get a female officer. They are, they can be, te- they can be terribly inappropriate. And um, I would not trust them as well. I, I, I would have to have a male and a female there. So um, the best bet is to be on the phone with somebody when you have um, when you're in the car alone, and right. when you're stopped. And hopefully you have enough battery life. You meet somebody that has some uh, ethics about them. And there's no need well, to search you, you know, so therefore they won't, they won't try to search you because there's no need. We got 90 seconds left, Pat. Okay. Is there another caller? <laughs> no, no well, it's not it another is. caller. It's just you, but I'm just letting you know we got 90 seconds. Okay. All right. Well, you know, hopefully they'll have ethics or or maybe they won't subscribe to that blue line thing where the blue line shield where we just don't tell because in my opinion if you know a bad cop and you don't report a bad officer then you are a bad officer and i say That's this right. to every officer out there so if you're not a bad officer but you have good ethics but you know of a bad officer then you are a bad officer and I say that to every job. officer listening. If you particip- if you are not reporting on a daily basis of someone that you know that did not write up somebody that did something wrong, then you are you are wrong. Right. So you cannot come into the community and act as if you are absolved of everything because you did not do anything wrong. Per se, if right. you know of somebody that did thing wrong and you didn't do anything to stop it or you did not do anything to report it, I don't want to hear about being a snitch as a cop. You say that to regular people, oh, tell on your people all the time. Well, report the officers that, that do wrong to the people. That's good, Pat. You know what? On that note, we're going to end the show. All right. All right, I want to thank everybody for calling and listening. You police officers, I hope y'all heard what Pat said. Uh, Mark, Brother Mark, thank you for calling in. All right. Everybody remember, 
Everybody reach out, teach, reach out, help somebody. Peace, y'all. My life, my life, my life, my life in the sunshine. Everybody loves the sunshine. Sunshine. Sunshine.